It's late in Boston. Can you hear it the sure crickets? You, I bet you can no. hear the crickets. No, I that's wish. JK. There are no crickets. The only thing you'll be able to hear is the raving Red Sox fans, because guess what season it is? Whatever, it's baseball season, I guess. Do you realize that they play a game, like, every day? I didn't know this Those about poor baseball. fellas. They play, like, 180 games a season or something. Give those boys a break. That's so mean. It feels mean. It feels like they're just like, I bet you can't play this many games, can you? And you know what? Probably they can't, and they're going to get injured, and it's going to be sad for everybody. I also wonder, like, how do they get home after the games? The traffic is so bad, and everybody's so miserable. And you know they'd get mobbed if they stepped outside. Right, so like they. I have guess to they wait just have forever. a house in do there. They, yeah, They've do got they have just, like bunks back there or something where they can sleep while they wait to go home? They just pitch but a bunch of tents on the field. That they play a game like every single day. So what do they do? They just live there? I started getting very upset when I was like thinking about this. <laughs> so what were you doing all day, Madeline? Oh God, so many things. Um. <laughs> so many things just so many things and yet so few um i worked because i picked up a part-time job working at the public market officially selling cheese so i am a cheese she's monger. a cheese monger um, my perfect sister i get a bunch of free shit because so that's nice because i work at the market everybody's like hey i got you know this half a bottle of wine can't sell it do you want to take it home i'm like sure everybody's like hey i got this pickles i got this bucket of pickles do you want it i'm like yeah recently i was listening to lemonade with my friend chelsea while we did a puzzle doesn't that sound nice i don't have lemonade yet (laughs) i don't have all these things i can't listen to no lemonade i'm upset I'm sorry. Chelsea got titles so that she could listen to Lemonade. Yeah, I might have to do this because I really want to see it and I don't know what I'm gonna. It's very good. It's as good as everyone says. Yeah. By the way, have you you seen Hamilton or have you like listened to Hamilton? Because that lives up to the fucking hype. I've listened to some Hamilton. I don't know. It was more like a musical than I was expecting it to be. You know what I mean? Like Ah. I was expecting it to be more hip hop-y than it was. And then it was kind of (laughs) musical-y. You know what I mean? But, um, it's good. I don't know. Musicals. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. I get it. To each no, it's fine. It's her fine. own. I just didn't know my sister was so sad. <laughs> I like it. I like the Hamilton songs that I've heard, but I remember I Well, I you gotta to listen to the whole thing. I guess so. I, I listen to, like, one of the songs that the lady sings and she's sad. Oh, yeah. That's a super good one, Maddie. I'm sorry. You gotta listen sad, to it in context, it's Maddie. It's a sad lady musical song, you know? She's Start sad. from the beginning. All right. Fine. Uh, I've been really busy lately, yeah. and uh, if all goes well, this podcast should air after this happens and not before, but I'm launching a Kickstarter this week, Woo! or have launched one, so go back and please, please give me your money. It's a lot of money, Maddie. Go give me it. Well, the Kickstarter is for the last Halloween book. A lot of people ask me about it, so I really hope that means a lot of people want it. Go purchase it. It's really big. It's like 430-something pages. Jesus. And it's big old pages. 11 by 7.5 inches. That, how big is that book? There's like a fucking Gutenberg Bible, Abby. That's a baby crusher right there. Buy it. Uh, anyway, so this week we watched a show called MythQuest. Yep. And that's what this show is about. Not my life or the Kickstarter. What did you think of MythQuest? I liked it. I absolutely loved it. It's good. It's, so it's a good. good show. Yeah, it really is. Like, it really grabs you. But there's also blood in this show. I was very surprised. Usually if somebody gets hurt, they'll be like, I was hurt. 
But this time it was like, I'm bleeding and dying. And I'm like, whoa, Wait, actual blood in a bleeding show. bleeding and dying? Who bled and died? Did you not see the parts where people were bleeding? There are people bleeding. How oh. many episodes did you watch? I watched a bunch. Maybe like nine? They're like very It's like 45 minute episodes. episodes. I mean, they're, yeah. you know, they're really good. Like you're, you're sucked in for all of them, I feel like. So here's what the show is about. It is about an anthropologist and or archaeologist who discovers an ancient stone and scans it into his cyber museum, unwittingly unleashing the powerful evil creature kept within. He is sucked into the museum and lost in cyberspace, I guess. His Not, children discover that when you touch... What? Is it cyberspace that he's lost in or is it like the same? He's lost in like the museum, I guess. It's weird. They don't know how to find him. Nobody knows how to find him. I don't know where he is. His kids can't see him, even though he's, like, right there. His children discover that when you touch an object on the screen, you are transported into the body of someone who is a player in the myth that surrounds the object you touched. Wow, that is very complicated sounding. Yeah, it's not that much. They touch the screen, and then they're in a myth. But uh, they must learn about the myth before it kills them so that they can make it out alive, all while avoiding the trickery of the evil entity Gorgos and trying to locate their father in this endless labyrinth of myth and legend. This is a good summary, Abby. That's very solid. Well, I'm passionate about this show now. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm really good at this. We're professionals. So it's super fun because they do a bunch of myth stuff and I love myths. They're so cool. I do wish they had done a few more from like other cultures because they did like three Greek ones and I'm like, do we need this many? I don't know. When you say mythology, I think a lot of people think Greek mythology. And it is stuff that they're familiar with. But still, I had, like, a little bit more fun with the ones that weren't Greek mythology. Well, I mean, of course, you have to start out with something like the Minotaur. So they did. The uh, Native American myth that they used was uh, Red Wolf's daughter. And I could not find anything about it. I mean, I would hope that if they were picking real Greek myths, they would also pick a real Native American legend. They wouldn't just, like, make something up. Yeah, no, don't make it up. I really hope they didn't. I don't think so. I mean, like... I think it's just a little harder to find. Because in the show, actually, they had so much trouble finding it. They're just like, I cannot find this legend. So I don't know if it's because they were like, we made it up. Or if they're like, vocal folklore and it hasn't been written down and nobody can find it. I really hope it's that instead. Maybe that's it. Because, like, they only... And it's kind of a commentary on how shitty it is that we've erased Native American culture, perhaps. Probably not that sophisticated, but maybe. They only figure out about it because their mom was in a camp play based on the myth somehow. That almost makes it feel like it's not real. Like it's something that they made up for children's summer camps, which sounds terrible. But also, since she drowns at the end, that kind of makes it feel like it's real. It does, because usually then they would make it like kind of a happy myth, you'd think. They did have some gods in it, though, and I loved those gods. I bet you See, the part where all the gods talk to each other, I was just like, this seems like it's real, because this is kind of how these stories go. Yeah. The eagle guy. Mm. I knew, I knew that you would like the eagle. I knew. I mean, he was so creepy looking. So if you, Abby, my sister, could get sent Mm -hmm. into the midst of any myth that you're aware of, which one would would you rather be in? I want to be, um, Please don't judge me. I want to be Persephone, and I want Hades to kidnap me and bring me down to Hades so that I could be his best friend and kiss him a lot. But I want him to be a real hot man. I mean, since he's a Greek god, he's probably attractive. There was only one ugly god, so and even he's then, be a he's hot like man. you know, he's got the burliness. Yeah, he's definitely like he's got that bara appeal. Yeah, for sh- oh, gross. <laughs> it's the word for it, Madeline. I don't know if it's offensive though. I don't. Search I hope not. Um, Speaking of offensive, I don't know how 
great it is that there's white people and they're inserted into the myths of other cultures. I mean, I don't but really know either, but it's also kind of I'm not like, an authority on that. They're, like, learning. I was definitely, the whole time, I, I was, like, totally unable to decide whether or not something it about was this was offensive. Like, because I was, they like, definitely were, like, pretty respectful. Yeah. And they went out of their way. Like, in the Japanese episode, I feel like they really, like, they put effort into pronouncing the names correctly, and none of the yeah. kids spent any time being like, oh, this is hard to understand because it's Japanese. Like, none of them, Yeah, they don't ever have, they don't ever balk at being in any other different situation. Oh, and they did cast uh, all Native American people in the Native American right. episode. I was, like, looking around so in the Native American cool. episode, and I was like, hey, an actual Native American love interest is pretty cool. Oh, he was hot, too. Oh, I love how goodness. they're, like, teenagers, and every single time, every single time that they're in a myth, there is somebody that they're crushing on. Like, some yeah. buddy. Oh, let's talk about some characters. Okay. So we got Alex. He's the brother. He gets to go on most of the adventures to go find Dad, and he's a little overprotective of his sister, which makes sense because his sister is in a wheelchair. He makes out with someone almost every single episode. If he goes into another world, he's gonna make out with somebody. Or married Every them. time. Like, there's... Or, like, like, he got married a few times. <laughs> every time, it feels real. Like, every single time, he's just like, I'm really in love with this person this time. Like, this yeah. is really... Yeah, I mean, I guess he's been thrust into this world. Is it a world, though? Or is it just some kind of computer program? Is this just AI talking mm. to him and stuff? It's not even AI, because the thing is, everything is planned out ahead of time. It's a yeah. myth, and it goes but, how it's going to go. It, they, they aren't allowed to change it at all. They so aren't it, allowed to change it, but they can change it. There is the possibility that they can change it, but it is established that if they do change anything about these myths, that they will destroy the world as we know it. I don't really understand that. I think it has to do with how uh, myths shape culture. So I, if you disrupt a myth... End the whole world. Like, it's not just like, oh, you know, I, your I think culture it would... changes. It's like there are earthquakes and the world starts falling apart. Yeah. Maybe it's that the world falls apart and is replaced by the world that came from that myth. That seems like no, because it would be too net neutral. Also, myths, like, there's a bunch of myths that are the exact same through different cultures, but, like, sometimes the person will actually die at the end, or they live a happily ever after at the end, so, like, we change myths, like, all the time. And every adaptation, like, the the ones written down are definitely different than the ones that are told around a campfire, so. Right. I I feel like, yeah, if that could end the world, we would have ended it already. Ooh, so long. So, Maddie, what myth would you be in? Pick a good one. Oh, I don't even, I haven't even, oh, I don't know, ah! You didn't even think about it. You asked me to tell you. I haven't even thought about it. You asked me to ask you. Wait, let me think about it. I was kind of confused about myth versus, like, written down stories. Because there was, like, one that was, like, at Camelot. Does that count? Would, like, a Brothers Grimm fairy tale count? I think Brothers Grimm definitely counts. I don't know. I would stay away from most written stuff. Camelot is, like, weird. Why is Camelot weird? Yeah, see, because I don't like it. <laughs> so I think it's weird. <laughs> I think I would probably want to be... Do you remember, like, the first half of The Once and Future King? The wart gets turned into all all the animals by Merlin. Yeah, that sounds... I mean, I well, know that part. I wouldn't like to be a woman, actually. Because it's funny. They always... They go in and they're always their gender. Yeah, they just never touch, like, what if I'm a different gender? Yeah. Or what no, if I'm is- an animal? So I am curious, though, actually. Okay, so we can come back. I'm going to put a pin in the which myth would I go into and think about it. Did the girl ever get to go back? Like, she goes 
in. I, I haven't watched that many episodes, so I'm not sure. But she goes in on the second episode, third episode maybe. So she can't walk. And that seems to be an obvious impediment to walking around in an old school myth where you can't necessarily get back whenever you want. You have to find the thing that's the right that thing touched, to touch. They got you in there. And then yeah. it'll send you back. And she doesn't know this, but she just touches something anyway. And then you don't know what's going to happen. What if you get transported to fucking, I don't know, dinosaurs or something? Worth it. Um, it would be worth it. <laughs> you're just like, it would be worth it to get to see them, even if you're immediately eaten. Yep. Or just squished, because you're lying on the ground and they're big. Right. Yeah, so you, they're like, oh, it's on my foot. Ugh. But she can walk, like, when she gets transported into the myths, which seems pretty awesome but then she never seems to try to go back again after that first time it's like they had some kind of weird nonverbal agreement that she wouldn't try to do that again and i don't know why uh she does go back a few times oh she does uh, okay. i saw one where she became the oracle at delphi another greek one and then of course she had to sit in a fucking chair for most of it and she was like well this is no fun and then i just started one that is an african myth and i'm really excited to get through that one uh-huh. I skipped a lot of the other European ones. I'm like, eh. And she gets to walk around in this one. Okay, that's And nice. she gets to actually have fun, because this episode is all about how uh, other people get to do other stuff, and she's like, this fucking sucks. Because she goes to a raffle. She's like, I don't want to waste my money on this. And her friend is like, just do it. What could go wrong? Then she wins, but she wins a ski trip. And she's like, oh. She wins a ski trip? No! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And, oh, man, the crowd at first is like, hooray! And then they're like, huh? <laughs> Oh, she's like, that was fucking embarrassing. And so then, like, her brother gets to go on a ski trip, and he hits on another girl, by the way. God, this fucking guy! Keep it in your goddamn pants! I mean, he's cute as heck. Not my type. Really? I think he's straight up- Because he's a dick! The cutest. I do think it's weird that they're basically the same age as their mother, though. At least visibly, to me, like, looking at- the kids and their mom. She looks like she's maybe 10 years older than them, but no, yeah, no definitely. more than that. I also think, as an aside, that one of the most hilarious aspects of this is how cool she is with the fact the that the dad is totally missing. Like, she keeps herself distracted. There are moments when she, like, has a little bit of a crack, but mostly she's kind of like, I'm just running my catering business and everything's fine. And it's it's almost like she's sort of overacting the I'm holding it in the road and being fine to the point where I believe her. I totally think she's kind of okay with it. She doesn't seem to be working particularly hard to figure out where he went and just is like... They do kind of like also drop the whole there's an investigation going on about whether or not he stole an artifact and ran off with it. Yeah. Because at the beginning, he like breaks open this extremely priceless artifact in order to get this stupid rock out. And it's like, (laughs) I found it. Ah. And then gets sucked into the computer and they find the busted open thing and they're like, uh... Well, this is lighter than it was before, so what did he take out of it? And they're super convinced that he ran off with a priceless artifact, and um, they kind of drop that. But they do say that they were being sued, and they might lose their house, so maybe they weren't sued anymore. Yeah, I feel like they said that the first episode, someone was like, we might lose our house, and I'm like, whoa, drums. And then they immediately go like, I have a crush on every boy. (laughs) Or I have a crush on every mythical princess. (laughs) Because, like, Cleo actually is pretty... Cleo, by the way, is our uh, younger sister character, and I love her. I love her, too. She's hell-bent on getting her father back. 
Uh, she knows stuff about computers, and she's in a wheelchair. And, she and has, that actress was really good at moving around in that thing. She was. And she has amazing hair. Do you remember how parting your hair in weird ways was, like, a thing in yes. the early thousands? Yes. By the way, I didn't say when this show was made. It was made in, like, what, 2001 or something? Something where 2002? the, like, idea, the premise of the Cyber Museum would still be something that's, like exciting to people oh god as soon as your dad gets sucked in i really want to explain it yes it's you do it oh my god i love it so much it's so stupid the dad is like a museum guy he's taking (laughs) home artifacts he's just like renting them out from the museum scanning them into a machine that of course is controlled verbally like you tell it like scan item and it'll like scan it and then they'll be like place into the Native American room and it'll like put the scanned image 3D image of the artifact into the like Native American room in the cyber museum the graph so it's basically like Encarta if you remember that at all like the CD encyclopedias like that is what yep. it reminded me of basically and there are only like 10 things per room Ooh, great extensive museum. Right, it's, like, so ridiculous. But I think the best moment of it is that, you know, like, it's supposed to be this huge, like, cutting-edge thing that, like, you know, you can basically... It's Wikipedia with 3D images of the things, and it's just stupid. It's just the stupidest possible thing. Like, no one is ever going to want to use this. (laughs) Like, they would obviously rather see the thing in person because, yes, you can see a picture of it, even a 3D picture of it, anywhere. It's but different. now we can. Now right. we've got all that shit. And now right. we're just like, whatever. But maybe back then? No. I don't. Of it wasn't even that long ago, weird. you know? No, but, it wasn't. That's so weird yeah. now. But, but I think the oh, best moment cute. with the Cyber Museum is when they've, like, walked into the room after their dad has gotten, like, sucked into the computer somehow. Something about the Cyber Museum is updated. Like, it is... I, and I don't know what it is. We can't tell. It all looks fucking ancient. It all looked totally like Windows 95. But they, like, zoom in on a room, and the guy... Like, the teenage son goes like, whoa, these graphics are amazing. <laughs> and they look just terrible, just super, super terrible. And he's like, it's almost like you could reach out and touch it. And then he touches one, and then he gets sucked into whatever. So that's, like, how it starts, is that the graphics are so irresistible that it makes him want to touch the screen. Oh, Alex had another line that I really liked, which uh-huh. is uh, the Japanese episode. I think he, like, recognized a kanji and then his sister was like, where did you learn about Japanese stuff? And he's like, never underestimate the power of anime. And I'm like, that was still kind of a niche interest at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Back then it was like, what, you got Inuyasha? You got your Yu Yu Hakusho's? Ranma one half. Uh, what else even <laughs> would there be? He just complained all the time. Meanwhile, his sister was like doing all the hard work. Like, well... I mean, I guess his life was in danger, but his sister <laughs> right? was yeah, like he and stuff. Was and also his sister that. was, like, almost always there for him, whereas he would just wander off, do whatever, when she was on screen. He wasn't she, very good. She would have to it. leave sometimes. Like, when that but, boy rang yeah. the doorbell and she went downstairs because she had to talk to the boy that she then shoved not just her foot, but, like, her whole leg up to the knee into her mouth when she was talking yep. to him. And I loved oh, that God. so much. I ate She's it up so bad at talking to boys. And it's not even like the classic, I'm so awkward. It's like actually accidentally insulting him to his face. <laughs> or like, he like brought her a Diet Coke and her instant reaction was, Diet, what's that supposed to mean? And then he was like, uh. And then walked <laughs> off with it. I am allergic to artificial sweeteners. 
She's so believably antisocial. I love it. Yeah, like, as opposed to all those other, like, female characters that it's like, come on, you would have a thousand friends. Like, stop. Yep. And, like, blushing violets where they're like, I'm so awkward. I just don't know how to talk to people. And it's in the most, like, attractive way possible. Yeah. Where it's like, wow, that woman, she keeps her mouth shut. I love it. But she legitimately runs into him with her wheelchair and then makes a joke about it. And I'm like, all right, I believe that. I think, yes, this. Instead of, yep. like, what high school ever was like this. It's like, no, yeah, that's yes. pretty believable, actually. Even though all of the actors are at least 25. I do like that the stuff on the side, like, the stuff in their real lives, is really just as engaging, honestly. The writing on this show was, like, top-notch. It was really good. Like, I do always like that the myth tied into life, like, into their lives in a way that was not obvious, necessarily. It was, like, kind Absolutely. of... You know, it was there, it was making them think. It wasn't, like, hitting you over the head with the message, you know? It was definitely kind of more subtle than that. Man, I wish I could have seen, uh, there's an Isis and Osiris two-parter, and I think they actually see their dad. I don't care about the dad plot, as always. It's, like, always (laughs) the other stuff is more fun than them trying to find their dad, but at least they have, like, a thread through all of them, I guess. Yeah. So, Maddie, what kind of, what was your favorite episode that you watched what kind of myths did you Let's like see um i don't know honestly they all had something to recommend like they're all Absolutely. pretty dang good there wasn't one that i was just like i'm bored i wasn't in love with the orpheus one just because maybe i like knew the myth too well um but it was it's still interesting like the way that they it interacted with it it wasn't just like a show that was myths it was a show that was like about human beings interacting with myths and that's kind of cool i did really like and this is this is weird i mean i'm crying a lot always is the yeah. thing. I have a lot of emotions, and I'm just accepting that this is just something that happens maybe as you, like, get older or something. It must be, because I cry all the goddamn time what now. Are I used to about? never cry. What are we crying about? Nothing! There's nothing. absolutely nothing! It just happens. But here's what I was crying about on this show sometimes. I mean, I cried about other things, too, probably, but especially, like, the moments when the mom was just like, I am very sad. I was always just like, oh, I knew you were sad! I knew you were just holding it in, and I would cry. In the Japanese episode, when he doesn't... <laughs> there she goes. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> wow, it's actually... It's it's a little late, so that's why, that's why I'm crying. Uh, when he doesn't want to leave his kids. <laughs> do you remember? I do, he absolutely. Through, oh, God. In this myth, that was he heartbreaking. goes through his whole life. Yeah, he ages, like, 15 years, yeah, I mean, 20 years him, or something. it's just, like, a day or two. You know, like, the myth is kind of, like, rushing him through it. But for him, it's just, like, you know, a week that he's, like, actually there. But it goes through the whole life of this guy. He marries a woman and has kids. And, of course, the woman turns out to be a snow vampire, as as happens. Naturally. Sometimes. But then she, like, leaves and she says, okay, I'm gonna leave you, but you better never say anything bad about me to the kids. You know, like, that's her, that's her condition. <laughs> But there's a thing he has to touch, and he he knows the thing he has to touch to go back into his world. I can't leave these kids behind. They're my kids. Maybe he's, like, hugging them, and I'm like, why am I crying? What's happening? Cleo talks him down. Cleo's like, they're not your kids. They're the guys in the myth's kids, and they'll be fine. He'll be there after you leave. But he still he's like, how do we know that? You know, he's still Because he's like, we don't know what happens when we leave. It might just cease to exist. Right. And she's like, it says in the myth that everything's fine. Don't worry about it. But he's still kind of, like, holding the kids, and he's like, okay, guys, time to go to bed. And then he touched them. And then when he got back, he just, like, sat there for a minute and was like, oh, God. (laughs) Hugging Cleo, and he just is like, that was really hard. I'm like, how are you going through this many emotional trials over the course of, like, a month? 
and not and that's why dissolving into a human puddle you know he basically does though like there was a really well-written part where he was playing basketball with his friend whose name is filthy which i love i love that name his name is phil but they just call him filthy and i'm like that's (laughs) strange but all right (laughs) but uh anyway he's playing basketball with his friend and he's like kind of being a little too violent and rough and his friend is just like dude i have been with you all your life and i know that when there's something else going on, you get like this, like, what's going on? And he's just like, nothing, man, let's just keep playing basketball. And he plays some more basketball. One of the lines that I liked was, one time you threw a chair at a teacher because he took your article out of the newspaper, but your sister was in the hospital, and I knew you just wanted to throw a chair at somebody. And I'm like, oh, shit, shit. <laughs> I loved that. So yeah, he's having a real tough time, and he, like, throws away a bunch of his artwork. He's, like, an artist, and he's just like, I hate this. And it's all art he did based on myths, and he's like, we're never going to find our dad. I keep going through all this shit every single time. My life is risked. I have to leave my children behind. So yeah, it gets to him. All right, maybe I am okay with Alex. I think Alex is okay. I mean, he's a teenage boy. Why do you think this got canceled? There are probably some reasons that I could think of, which would be everything gets canceled, that's good. There are a lot of complicated, difficult emotions. Like, if you think about the teen shows now and the kind of issues that they're tackling, (laughs) they're not tackling the issue of, like, what to do if your wife turns out to be a snow demon? What do you do if your dad disappears into a machine? What do you do if uh, you want to help the people in this myth or legend, but you know that it will end the world if you do? Right. They can't do good things sometimes because it's it's more ethically complicated than go into the myth and do the right thing. It's like yep. sometimes the bad thing will happen and there's nothing you can do. So the uh, Japanese episode, though. Did you know that in Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, I believe it's that one, there is a segment that is this exact story. Really? But with a gargoyle and it's in New York. And I'm like, is that a coincidence? Because it's like, you know, a pretty basic story. But like a gargoyle comes down, kills this guy in front of his friend. And his friend is like, oh boy. And then she's like, never tell anyone. Or we don't know it's a girl, but it's like, never tell anyone what you saw. And uh, eventually, of course, he gets married to this woman that he met that night. And they have kids. And then one night he's like, I want to tell you a secret. And she's like, don't, don't. And he's like, I met this gargoyle one time. <laughs> and she's like, ah, how could you? <laughs> and she becomes the gargoyle again and said, you just said you'd never tell. But in this one, uh, the kids are also gargoyles. Oh. And they're like, what's happening, Dad? We're turning into gargoyles. And she's like, yeah, your dad's an asshole. <laughs> and now you're gargoyles. And then they go and sit on a building and become stone again. And it's pretty sad, because also he dies. Because she kills him. Sounds a lot sadder than the myth that they gave to us. Yes. But also, I, I don't know, it's probably a coincidence, but it's just so close it to it. It seems like it's too part. close. It seems like it's close enough that they yeah, probably stole it. so close. I mean... They probably did. I don't Put a gargoyle in there. have a lot of faith in the integrity of the people who write tales from the dark side. But also, I mean, it's not really integrity when you're taking from a centuries-old myth. Right, yeah, it's like a public domain myth. What was your favorite one? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I really liked that Native American one. Gosh, like you said, there were parts of each one that I dug. Like, even the Oracle at Delphi episode. Like, I I mean, I enjoyed it all the way through. But, oh man, at the end, Apollo shows up and, like, rescues her and, like, rises out of the water holding her. And they got some giant dude to play him. And I'm like, how big is this man? But I just loved, like, that part because fucking Apollo comes and is there. And then uh, I super loved the Thor episode. Because for one thing, the guy playing Loki was a guy from the Kingdom Hospital series. Oh, I, this is that guy! I was like recognizing yeah, the him. Yeah, the security whole time. guard. Yeah, Otto. I think yeah, Otto is his name in that show. I super like that actor. He's got a weird face. 
You would. And I don't want to keep saying that I have crushes on everybody in these shows, but I do. <laughs> I thought he was really cute as Loki. <sighs> It's I'm fine. so predictable. I crushed on a bunch I like of every boy. I like every boy. I liked Alex, but, honestly. I mean, the, I like the weird boys. I this one was on a Alex. very weird boy. Yeah, all right, so you got your crush. I got my couple ones, my few, my several. Your handful. My handful of boys. They're all weirdos, except that Native American dude was legit attractive, so... <laughs> Uh, but funny. the the Loki episode was just like so much fun because they told like three or four myths basically in one because all of them were kind of tied into the one that they were talking about now because it's like so many myths that they all like you got to talk about multiple ones at once. It was just so well done. It was so entertaining. Like if you watch one episode, watch that episode. The for sure. episode. I think that the yeah. Japanese episode is one of the better ones. Though. It was really good for sure. Yeah, we can, so I think that one is probably the top. I don't know. Tops. Watch all of them. Just just watch them all. They're just all on YouTube. They're all free. It's like 45 minutes worth of entertainment, and you can do other stuff while you're watching it. And Buy the DVD on the internet if you want. I don't know if there's a DVD. One would hope. Amazon has everything. Show it to your teens. I think they're. it's good for teens. Yeah, show these teens some good tales. Good quality co- content about uh, your dad's missing. <laughs> hey, is your dad missing? Well, show your kids this thing. No, they're, they're not alone. Dads are missing yeah. everywhere. You just gotta go through a bunch of myths to find him somehow. Yep. So that whole story. Um, there's a guy named Gorgos. He's, like, evil. Nebulously evil. He He's just, you know... Just wants to piss off the gods. That's, like, his whole motivation. I'm just... Eldritch. But, like, even that, I'm like, hey, he's got a motivation. He just wants to piss off gods. Like, I'm into that. He's not just some evil guy who just wants to, quote, unquote, end the world. Just ending the world happens to be something that will happen if he gets these kids to corrupt the myths, which he, which he tries a few times, but then they kind of catch on to it. He kind of stops showing up for a lot of them. For a bit of, like, a lot of the episodes, they just kind of, like, go through and are like, we're having a good time in this myth and being very emotional. But even that was, like, good enough. I didn't care, like, what was going on with Gorgos. I was just like, show me the myths. Show me the myths. (laughs) Right, yeah. The Gorgos subplot was in there just enough. It wasn't in there too much. It was in there enough so that it's, like, a little intriguing evil character overseeing everything, but it wasn't in there You know that there's, like, a point to everything. Yeah. I loved it. I'd love to see a re. Well, I don't know if I no, want to no see a reboot. reboot. You can't reboot it. Just have this, but more of it. Yeah. Go back in time and fix it so that there's more. Please do, Disney. Yeah, we would like that. Please, Disney, you use your time travel for good. For I once. am sure that they can do that. Yeah, they've got like a cryogenic freezing chamber, so they can just send Walt Disney back through any time they want. Yep. Right. That's yep. how cryogenic freezing works. Yeah, I went to school for one time. I know about stuff like this. Mrs. Science over here. Today so, I was getting fights on Twitter about that. You were getting in science. fights about what? I'm not sure if there were fights. Don't get in fights But I was on just Twitter. like, don't get in Twitter fights. Humans, I try not to anymore. I try not to post stuff. Just don't do but it. But today I was like, this is something that I find interesting. And it is that humans are not sexually dimorphic, but people keep treating us like we are. Uh-huh. Like other humans are just like, men and women are so different. And it's like, uh... Um, no. Well, obvi, men are from Mars and women are from Venus, so... That is the scientific fact, yes. That's my little That's tidbit of information gills. about I mean, have you ever wondered why <laughs> we have gills? Wait, but we're from Venus, right? It's Isn't so that a gas planet? breathe in the a toxic water? atmosphere. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Do men know and about men the gills? are adapted for an arid, uh, waterless climate. Right. That's why they have, um... Many <laughs> spines and scales. <laughs> And like eye flaps, yes, eye flaps 
to protect your eyes from the constant dust storms. Oh, that's also, why men have burrowing. eye flaps. Yeah, they're also burrowing adapted, and that's why their hands are just giant claws. Oh, shovel hands. So, should we do highs and lows? I feel like we kind of already did. Uh, we could do some more highs and lows. Yeah? Okay, so what was your yeah, high? Yeah, because we didn't say anything about lows, but uh, my high, I really loved how wonderfully built the characters were like they all had really great motivation they had like multiple levels to their personalities the mom had like a business that she was running so you always got like a little piece of that the kids would walk in she would try to connect with them and she'd be like hey kids you want to come try my recipe you want to come help me out with the catering business for a minute and they're like no mama god do homework then they go and explore a myth she's like where are my children (laughs) i miss my family uh so that kind of stuff i just loved it just the whole format of the show you couldn't help but get super into it so so. you're basically just saying that the whole show was your high the whole show was just perfect and good goodbye also red bull's daughter was a good episode that boy was cute (laughs) and the eagle spirit that boy and the eagle spirit uh yep you would be into the eagle spirit that's the character that's the closest to a scarecrow available and loki of course Loki. Always Loki. Everybody always, always casts, like, weird little skinny dudes for it. Or, you know, comparably skinny compared to, like, the Aryan muscle-bound creatures that are in that movie. The Thor movie. What about your low? Okay. What's your low? Oh, boy. Lows are tough. Well, probably my low was that it was made in one of the ugliest eras. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we have discussed before, though, how in, like, 20 years maybe we'll look back and be like, wow, I love the low-riding jeans and, like, baby tees that, like, only showed the muffin top part of the human body. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you accentuate the muffin top as much as possible? And also, okay, I know you said the hair was good, but, like, it exhausts me to look at it. Those, like, zigzag hair patterns. I'm like, how do you ever keep that up? How do you brush your hair in the morning? That would be so difficult. It was, like, the time when we were, like, pretty good at technology and we thought we were super good at it but we weren't and now we look back and we're like oh god but of course we're gonna look back on our time right now and be like oh boy we just thought we knew what we were doing but we didn't so you know whatever it's all relative but to me at this very moment boy ugly fashion ugly music the end yep maddie what about you what was your highs and lows let's see what was my high Seems like you liked that Japanese episode, though. I did, I did. There was something about the Japanese episode that just really, I don't know, I felt all moved inside. Something about, like, the idea of her falling in love with him, pleading with him not to say the thing. They both know it. Yeah. Like, that moment of they both know why and he's he knows, doing it. He knows that he knows, knows. that he could just not. He knows that he could he just be not. there. That he could just stay there and just grow old with her, raise the kids. But instead, he says, no, I have to say this thing to her. That moment was really well acted. Am I crying? I am not going to cry again. The, those emotional moments, I think, were things that like actually kept me engaged with the show and kept me watching it and like made it yeah. so that I felt like you know real humans were writing it instead of just like some machine that was trying to produce something that teenagers would like. And um, also like not making the myths like ridiculous and relatable to like teens or something. Right. Instead, they really like stuck to. As far as I know, I mean, I look. I tried to look up each myth to kind of see how well it fit, but usually it was like super good, except for yeah. the one I couldn't find, which was the Native American one. But, but they um, didn't try to make it like you know the actually these Greek gods are basically skateboarders, like that nobody, yes. it, none of that nonsense. Like the myths were basically and they weren't like they are. Let's change it so that it's better for audiences. No, like he's gonna leave his children. He's gonna be married to this evil witch or whatever. And yeah. we're not gonna sugarcoat anything. We're not gonna take anything out. This is gonna be honest. That is so cool. It's I love that. Really cool. 
as for my low, I think probably it was right. It was walking a little bit of a tightrope in terms of being sensitive. Like I don't know yeah. how. Like I don't know how. Like we are job. not authorities on this, right? Like I was watching it and I was like, I don't know how I would feel if it was one of my myths that was yep. being used this way. So that was something I was thinking about the whole time, and I honestly didn't really develop an opinion, because I don't know whether I have the capability to develop an opinion. It's hard to put that into words, and so I don't know. I'd be curious to have a conversation with someone about whether they think that the show is doing everything it can to like try to be culturally sensitive and not just sort of appropriative. I don't know whether it's being appropriative or whether it's just engaging. Anyway, yeah, so that was something I was thinking about. So I don't know whether that's really a low or just kind of like a, here's food for thought. Alright, so 10 out of 10, would watch again. Probably will continue to watch since I have to know what happens. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna go right back to it. uh, What are we gonna watch next? Oh, shit. I didn't pick anything out. I haven't Um, either. Let's see what Also, I'm gonna be gone for like three weeks. Yeah, I've got two conventions up in Canada, folks. If you're going to VanCaf or TCAF, I'm going to be there. But I'm also going to visit my boyfriend. Oh, uh, somebody did send us a suggestion. It looks kind of nice. It's just a movie. It's called Once Upon a Forest. It's about, so the description is... bad about global warming. Badger's in a mole and a mouse and a hedgehog, question mark. And the old badger is basically a teacher and the young badger gets really sick. So the mouse, the mole, and the hedgehog have to go on a quest to get a special flower to heal the young badger. Anyway, but that was sent in by Megan, who also sent us a really nice long email about uh, stuff that we mentioned in the last episode. And she thinks she might have the solutions to some of our queries. (coughs) Who? What? Reading. Yeah, yeah, that one. It's a really nice email. Thank you for listening, Megan. Uh, If we don't get to Once Upon a Forest next time, we'll watch it sometime in the future. There's a bunch of suggestions that we should probably get to from emails in the past. But thank you, everyone, for sending in suggestions. If you want to send in a suggestion, send it to sistertimepodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to reading all of them. And I'm sorry that we aren't doing these a little bit faster, but we've only got every couple of weeks to do one. Thank you to my Patreon supporters for supporting me on Patreon. You're great. And I'm sorry we've been kind of, I've been slow on the updates. Don't apologize. Never apologize. Well, it's because I'm doing a Kickstarter. Never apologize. And I was also putting together a little book. Never apologize. Ah, fine. (laughs) But that is so built into myself as a person. I have to apologize all the time. Stop being sorry. Okay, let me have a little Sister Time podcast moment with you. You are amazing, and everything that you do is just a breath of light into the world. You could do nothing for the rest of your life, and you would have still accomplished more than 95% of the human population. We gotta edit that out. It's too nice. (laughs) No, it's staying. It's staying. That's part of what the Sister Time podcast is about, is validation for sisters. Not just you and me, but all of the sisters in the entire world. Can you tell I've been watching Lemonade? You can. Can't you? I can't, because I don't know what Lemonade is about. (laughs) I'm trying not to get spoiled, Maddie. (laughs) Sorry. Spoilers. Okay, it's now past midnight. I should go to sleep. This was good. All right, I love you. I'm going to stop recording. All of you, I love you so much. I love my sister who's perfect. Thanks, Maddie. Um,